Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Yeah. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to the podcast. And I'm, I'm so glad that you could be listening today. Um, uh, like you heard, like you heard, <laughs> it's a very polite intro to this. Why do you, why do you think this one's going to get raunchy? <laughs> it's not, Greetings it's not an and salutations, everybody. I'm glad that you could take some time out of your day, your busy lifestyles to yeah. come in and listen to Merge Boot, where two fuck nuts talk about Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are very rude. I was misrepresenting us. <laughs> We're total rude boys. Uh-huh. And I can't wait for us to be rude on our 100th episode. I totally forgot. I knew that we were we <laughs> we'd been meaning to do a uh, a big special 100th episode but we decided to do the cast assessment for the 100th episode and forgot well, that. And I forgot that it was the 100th episode. What is more special than talking about a new season of Survivor. We're so close to 42. Yeah, it was funny that we were like trying to think of like a special way to celebrate 100 episodes and then we just kept delaying the recording of it. Like we didn't give a shit. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck the 100. Yeah. To 200 more. Yeah, honestly. If we we celebrate, you know, the 100th episode, it'll make the rest of the episodes feel less special. If we, it'll, it'll make, and if we, and if we just say, oh, it's 100 episodes, we're excited about it, but we are also more excited to do 101 and 102. Well, we're excited that Survivor is back. That's what we're most excited for. And we have the cast today. So hey, that's how about this? How about this? 100 what? episode, 100 episodes, drop the 99, keep the one. Oh, we're back to episode one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. You like Sur- that one? Survivor season 42, drop the four and, and minus one. You like what I did there, Joel, when you said that? You dabbed. Yeah, but um, the listeners can't see that. Uh, they can feel it, though, in their souls. What up, dab nation? Yeah, they were, they're walking, listening to the podcast, and they just like shudder. They're like, oh, my gosh, Cody just dabbed. But they got a little chill yeah. up their body. Had to shake that one off. So, yes, we're going to be talking about the cast of season 42 in what I feel like we've probably, you know, consumed 
some different stuff than each other. What, how, how have you taken a look at this cast? Well, I saw the tribe breakdown that got posted first, right? And mm. then I've seen odds and ends videos. At this point, we haven't seen every video that's come out. They're all by, online. They're all online. And by the time for next week, when we do this draft, mm-hmm. our annual draft, where we break down the cast that way too, and do the draft, we'll be all caught up on everyone. We'll know every detail. So maybe some opinions will change, but this is our first impression. But and what, did, you, did you look at the, the profiles on EW? Well, I, I have the profiles up on my computer right now, and I'm going to kind of uh, uh, go through I was, them with the podcast. I was hoping that you would be the expert on it. Well, I, I have it. I, I think this is literally first impressions. I thought that was cool okay. that as okay. we're going through, this is our first impression on it. Okay, sounds good. So you have you have I was studying a bit. So you have maybe more of a less be more of a first impression for you, but I, I have seen so it's because I have seen some of these and I have listened to some of the Mike Bloom's interviews with some of these people, but not all yeah. You've always you listen to other podcasts. I listen to Merge Boot. I get my information from this episode we're doing right now. <laughs> so I traveled in time. How thrilling for the listeners. Uh, no, it, it should be thrilling. This is a fresh perspective. I'm not going by other podcasts. I'm looking at this with uh-huh. fresh eyes in uh-huh. front of me. And yeah, I've seen a little bit here and there. I've gone through. I've seen everyone's occupation and where they're from and everything. Mm-hmm. Like I've gone through that. And I remember uh, a lot of these people, if not all of them, uh, from the leaked list, right? Right. Um, so... Uh, I think without further ado, we should go through this. So are we going to go in the, in the order that it is on EW.com? Yes. Um, starting with Jonathan Young. Jonathan Young. The, the standout beefcake. Yeah, he's definitely the hottest guy. Look out. Except he's the hottest guy, except it seems like he has dreadlocks. Uh, he definitely has dreadlocks. And if he doesn't, then... Uh, I don't want to say he should get them, but they fit the whole ensemble. Yeah, the whole vibe. Um, but I, I think he does have them. What- so looking at the other tribes, all I'm going to say is whatever tribe he's on, they're the Luvu of the season. Yeah, he's a total beast. He's the same age as me, but he looks a thousand times better. Yeah, well, I mean... Everybody's different, Cody. He's had a different life than you. He was he's from Galveston, Alabama. You're not from there. If you yeah. were born, if you were from I, Galveston, Alabama, you would you would be as jacked as him. I didn't know about the famous beaches of Alabama. <laughs> the Gulf Shores. That's very that's his town. He's this a, guy he's looks, a beach service company owner. What's beach service? He looks like he lives in Hawaii, but he's from Alabama. It's a whole confusing thing going on here. Oh, Gadsden. Gadsden. Sorry to our, our listeners from Gadsden. I'm yeah. going to look up Gadsden. Um, he's currently residing in the Gulf Shores, Alabama, which I'm sure has Gulf Shores. It has to have more beaches. Um, but Alabama, guy, is it? What, like, is it Lake Beaches? Um, I don't, is, is, our, is Alabama on the ocean? I don't know. I've never heard anyone talk about <laughs> talk about the 
beaches of Alabama. So the fact that he's got a whole profession around mm-hmm. it, it's um, strange to me. What is, did you see his pet peeves are wearing shirts? Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that? I think you have a body like that. That would be my pet peeve too. Right now, it's, my pet peeve is not wearing a shirt. It sounds like it, it, the wearing shirts thing to me is cheesy to be like my pet peeve. It's like Matthew McConaughey bullshit. Like, I don't like wearing shirts. It's just only guys who look like that say shit like that. I get it, though. Honestly, yeah, but it's him like drawing attention to himself. No. Well, I don't know, because like I would definitely say on mine, pet peeve wearing pants as soon as I come into my house. And you don't see this, Joel, because when you come over, I got uh-huh. at least shorts on, which I usually put on for you. But you. like I may walk into my house, pants are off. Who cares? Uh, part of my um, sack hanging out like <laughs> bubble gum. How do your roommates like this? Uh, they, they don't, but that's the uh, lifestyle we live. So... The Gulf Shores is on the Gulf of Mexico. Okay. Yeah. And that's uh, honestly, Cody, you didn't really have to tell me that because if, if, if people were to just ask me, where do you, what do you think Cody's like outfit is when he goes home? I would have said like, yeah, he like loves to be naked. Doesn't he? He loves to take off his pants. I am the most naked guy that lives in this apartment. Like I'm usually all underwear, just underwear. Okay, so I'm I'm looking at the map of the U.S. with uh, Alabama highlighted, and sorry to our American listeners, but in Canada we just don't study the states. And I I I challenge you, American listeners, to get to name at least all ten of our provinces, all three territories, and then point them out on the map. There's only thirteen, and you have fifty. So, um, uh, so. The, the, there's a small little little pocket of Alabama that is on the ocean. It is on the Gulf of Mexico. Um, just a small little penis, little ball sack even, much like the one that you parade around your, your apartment. Yeah, my tiny little ball sack. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's proportionate to the, to the rest of your body, but it's, it's like, you know. I'm a very, I'm like a Thumbelina type character. Yeah. A Stuart Little, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> tiny guy. So, what what else is to there to say? I think a big a big thing that we could talk about is uh, um, uh, which Survivor player will you play the game most like? And Jonathan Young said, "Ozzy." Yeah. Um, which he seems like the Ozzy type, right? That's uh, definitely the type he's going for. Uh, actually, more Maybe than the Ozzy type. Do you think he wants to jack off on some rocks? Um, I got it. I hope so. Um, <laughs> I just realized my cat is in the room with me and he, he wasn't in here before. So I'm going to let him out, but keep talking. Um, he's a Guinness book of world records holder for most pull-ups. That's interesting. He can also sing an amazing rendition of little mermaids part of your world. This guy is an all-star. He's got it all. He hates bullies, hates people that are disrespectful. Uh, do you know who his hero is Joel? When you who? see that name? No. Lex, who, Lex who, Luger. You, he's a it, professional wrestler. Oh, Oh really? He's not, he's not like a, the enemy of Superman. <laughs> no, it's not. 
Not Lex Luthor. It's Lex Luthor. Right, yeah. Right. Right. Um, yeah. He's a '90s, '80s, '90s, '80s and '90s uh, professional wrestler. Like your. Why haven't I heard of him? Um, he's like Hulk Hogan era. Hulk Hogan, Rowdy Roddy Piper era. Yeah, like a, he was being set up at one point to be like the next Hulk Hogan. He wore like the all American trunks and everything. And well, at this point in like the the state of the show, like everybody says in their bio, "Who's your hero and why?" They say their mom or their dad or both. And <laughs> it needs to be special circumstance for them to say a professional wrestler from the eighties. <laughs> says a lot about the man <laughs> i i like jonathan i think uh i think he's gonna be a target though he seems like a likable guy he seems like he's going to be a hard worker i think i think he'll make it to the merge just because his tribe will win he has to who did uh, he reminds me of uh someone was there johnny mundo no not joel? Johnny mundo. joel from um from uh micronesia no. Well, those are the big guys. Those are the hugest guys I can think of. There was another guy with dreadlocks, right? Um, when? I'm trying to think. I oh, don't know. Sebastian from Golsta Island? No, 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 not Sebastian. There was a guy, the football player. Oh, yes. Grant from Grant. Redemption that's, Island. Yeah. That's who he's reminding me of. Grant. Okay. Yeah, he I, he's a combination of all those guys. But also... With a with a teaspoon of uh, the coconut vendor. <laughs> oh, we could only hope. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see on the like. Here's the thing: it's hard. It's it's it is. I I need I, I need to put not as much into the the cast assessments as uh, I usually do, or not just in the past. You know, like assessing people based on these. Uh, profiles just off the bat i want to say is sort of reductive and and is uh, always ends up being pointless but uh, it is fun yeah it's fun and the only way that we can assess these people is by comparing them to a past person right and that's exactly, why exactly yeah that's why i'm getting grant vibes if i'm going so to who's, who's his boston rob on his tribe let's look at his tribe here um, um omar the kitchener waterloo guy <laughs> well, well, Kevin, well, maybe we'll find the Boston Rob as we go through here. Maybe it'll be a certain firefighter. I don't know. So I think we're spending on more time on Jonathan than than we should on other people because he he's a top pick for me. I, but I'm I'm, uh, I'm looking at his tribe, the Taku tribe, Ta- Taku Taco. Um, <laughs> You're uh, making this up. It's not the Taco tribe, is it? It's Taku. Taku. Okay. T a k u. <laughs> And he's on a tribe with people that I don't see him getting along with, really. Like, there's no, like, big... Like, I think they're all going to be athletic and stuff and do uh, well for themselves. But I don't think he's going to fit in with the rest of them. So we'll see. Right. You... They're, they're, the, the two guys are seem to be nerdier guys, nerdier-looking guys, at least. Uh, well, actually, Jackson, Jackson's from the South, so we'll see. But but Omar is like a veterinarian from from Kitchener, and then uh, the girls I don't know as much about, but we'll learn about them. Yeah, we're gonna learn about them as we go down here. I'm gonna have a hard may, may, time maybe, associating may, the tribes right now. From now on, uh, codes. Let's uh, let's let let's skip what I just did, and we'll we'll look at the tribes at the end. 
and and talk about and predict what the dynamics might be like. Okay, so you're not predicting good things for Jonathan, or you're thinking merge boot. Oh yeah, maybe merge boot. I think I think if if he if he is like as much of a beast as he is, seems to be, and he's not uh, like war dog, then um, we may uh, see his tribe winning and winning and winning. So let's move on to the next one, shall we? Uh, the, well, the next one we have is the uh, spicy and smart. Stay-at-home mom, Maria. Yes, Maria, for, for, uh, who is on the same tribe as Jonathan. Um, and she's from Indiana, or her hometown is Michigan, but she lives in Indiana. She loves gardening and writing poetry. Like, like uh, what was her name? Samara from, from uh, South Pacific? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe she's going to write a slam poetry on her way out. Um, her pet peeves is this is very specific. Mm-hmm. But this is almost poetic. Her pet mm-hmm. peeve. Oh well, we, that's as much as we can expect from her. When someone has a big old snuffleupagus sneeze and doesn't cover their nose. Oh my. Oh my. And mean people. And so mean. is she talking like specific? That was, she, that was she, a haiku. Is she subtweeting snuffleupagus right now? <laughs> <laughs> She's talking specifically. About Snuffleupagus? Is Snuffleupagus, <laughs> does he sneeze? Is that his thing? Uh, No, but he has a big snout. I don't think that, he sneezes. I don't remember him sneezing. Why is Maria putting Snuffleupagus on blast? Yeah, this is not a good look, honestly. No. If you start talking shit about any of the Sesame Street crew on your tribe, you might get voted right out of there. I know. <laughs> and imagine Omar's pet peeve is people who talk shit about Sesame Street characters. <laughs> Don't get me started on what she said about Ernie. <laughs> um, um, her most proud moment is her kids. Um, yeah, I mean, her hero is... So I looked this up. I read this. Caius Kelly uh, is a nurse who died in New York City of COVID, unfortunately, and it was her brother. Um, I looked that up. I have the... It was Maria's brother. It was Maria's brother, the first nurse to die of COVID uh, in New York City. Very sad um, for her family. Um, And hopefully she can uh, play for him. The very, um, very sad, yeah. Because I because I wasn't sure if Caius was my brother was like a you know like a a connection thing because maybe she was a nurse but she's not she wasn't so, so I saw she's just said home mom I thought maybe she was a former nurse so I looked it up and it was her brother very sad. well uh, well regardless how Maria does in this Caius will be proud mm-hmm. um, um, for the <laughs> for the people that she's gonna play the most like a mix of Angelina and Tony. So here's the thing. I don't hate this. I think this is like interesting because Angelina, yes, overplayed. Like she had like a, a rough start, but she was like very interest. Like she was like played hard, you know? And so she's picking right. two people who played hard. So I see somebody who's attracted to Angelina's gameplay being attracting to Tony, attracted to Tony. But yeah. here's the thing that she says about Tony. Tony brought an upbeat, funny and light energy. Which makes me think she only watched season 40. Oh. Not that he didn't bring that same energy to um, uh, 28, which he did, but he also brought some other energies as well. 
Yeah, I mean, you definitely don't want to get the wrong parts of Angelina or you're going to be a goat going into this. Same way with with Tony, though. Yeah. You don't want the wrong parts of Tony. You want the good parts. But her, her Because the str- wrong parts of Tony make him such a unicorn in that he won twice. Her strength is emotional intelligence, which... Uh, which is a good thing to have if you're comparing yourself to Angelina and Tony, then you can mm-hmm. better those games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need a bit more self-awareness going in. So, all right, yeah, Maria Maria seems good. So, uh, maybe we'll talk about this later, but do you think Maria's getting along with Jonathan? Um, I mean, honestly, Jonathan's young. He, and not because his name is Jonathan Young either. <laughs> <laughs> but he's 29. Eventually, her- he will need to change his name to Jonathan Middle-Aged. <laughs> you know, legally. Yeah. Um, but Maria's a stay-at-home mom. Uh, I don't know if Jonathan's going to be the youngest on that tribe, but it's so far, it's looking like he is. I think it'll be hard to hate Jonathan in the early days if he's spearfishing and winning you all the traps. Tra- yeah, and uh, she could be a motherly figure there, so I can see them getting along for sure. All right, let's move on. Who's next? Uh, Romeo Escobar. Romeo. That Where is a for great name. art thou, Romeo? He looks like a Romeo, to be honest. Pageant coach. 37. Cool, eh? Isn't that cool? Pageant coach. He looks younger than 37. His favorite hobby is beauty pageants and watching Survivor. I, I feel like you don't have to put watching Survivor in your favorite hobbies. It's Honestly, like it helps us. We don't know that. Well, in the way they talk about it later, we can figure it out. But you're right. If if Maria said that watching Survivor was one of her favorites, then you might have thought that she did see Tony's first season. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) I judged her for that right away. So I like uh, I I listened to an interview of Romeo's from uh, the Rob has a podcast and uh, I like him. He's very confident. So, you know. And I and I think you kind of like when you think of like a beauty pageant coach. Yeah, like, you have like, to be. like you. It brings to mind like a dance mom energy <laughs> to me. <laughs> this know? could be. Is this in order? Is Romeo on the same tribe? No, as, no. Romeo is no. on a different tribe. See, Romeo might get on to people's nerves here. Um, Maybe he's impatient. Yeah. yeah, it seems. I'm seeing a lot. I'm seeing some keywords that are like. Okay, impatient, competitive, you know, like these kind of things. He doesn't seem like he's going to be chill, especially hate, in the beauty pageants too. Yeah, you see this. I hate losing or being wrong. I always want to have the right answer and win everything I do. Yeah. I, maybe that's a villain card. Maybe he's he's going to be a villain. Uh, I don't know. I'd, he might be a person that's expendable for a tribe if he goes a little too intense with that. But here's the thing, too. He doesn't say he wants to win like Sandra. He wants to be have great survivor historical moments like Sandra. I want to be remembered. So he wants to be like Sandra, Sari, Parvati, Rupert, and Rob. Not many people say they want to be like Rupert anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's, he just wants to be a survivor legend. Maybe an early favorite for, for Rupert. We'll have to talk to him about that. No coach on there is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, he thinks he can be the final survivor because he's likable enough and persuasive enough. 
I mean, honestly, this to can convince go... people to vote for him. And I always, yeah, I always find a way to get what I want. Oh, okay. Hmm. We'll yeah, see. if he, he, I can see him rubbing people the wrong way. But if he can get attached and f- uh, find a great connection with the right people, then we could see Romeo go far. I, th- I think he's going to be fun. Yeah. So hopefully, he's not just one episode of fun. Yes. Yeah. I hope he doesn't get the Bryce Isaiah treatment. Okay. Um, next up, we got Tori. Okay. Tori has a lot, has written a whole fucking lot. Uh, her, <laughs> I watched her video. She, and I listened to her friggin' um, interview. She is, uh, uh, has a lot to say. And that's not a bad thing, but she's just, I think she's a very type A person. She's a therapist, but she has a very specific way she wants to play. And uh, it could be fun, but it also could, like, I can see her being the first boot because of how overbearing she might be or something like that. I don't know. Well, I don't know if I'm getting that from her. I think think we got a big gamer here. Tell me what you're reading right now. I'm reading a massive survivor fan and a gamer. I'm seeing playing board games on there. I'm seeing long explanations when it comes to the survivor specific questions. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, I'm also seeing her say she wants to play a hundred percent like Kim Spradlin. Yes. Which is like hard to do in modern survivor. Yes. Um, I mean, yeah, it is, but she if she's talking about her winning game and not her winners at war game but anyway yeah yeah i don't i don't think she's saying that she wants to play exactly like kim's redland in a winners at war um but i i can see her she seems competitive too does crossfit so we could be seeing a challenge beast here too I, i'm i'm liking tori i th- i think we got a lot no, of good things i, I don't not like her but uh, she's just like let's see how it goes because sometimes there's a there there are a lot in the in in the um the pregame and then when it comes to the island they're they're much more careful um what what tribe is she on she's on the same tribe as romeo okay uh uh ika 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 i I can (laughs) see her getting along with romeo i can see her really getting along with uh jonathan well, they're not on the same tribe, but maybe, um, maybe if they, come, yeah. come merge or we don't know if there's going to be a swap, but if, if, it's there the, could be. if it's the analog of season 41, maybe not. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there'd be a swap just because we have I would uh, be the catchphrases again. Yeah, I would be surprised. Um, her hero's Jesus, though. Yes. So I've heard her say this a couple times that Jesus is number one for her and Jeff Probst is number two. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so uh, i don't know we could see a bond between romeo and tori we could see them not bond at all as well so yeah they could butt heads um because mm-hmm. they they both seem to be strong personalities you know yep um so, so it, it all it all depends on who they align with i guess in their tribe but we'll talk about that at the end yeah i think uh could I be seeing Tori as a tr- uh, top draft pick for me next week? I'll have to watch the videos to see how she pops. Here's the thing. I think that there's no, I think if she makes it to the merge, she'll be like a Shan figure though. Like I, like if she, if she is the way that she is, 
and the way that she wants to play, the way she wants to play, if she, it, it'll be a miracle to me if she makes it to the merge. And when she does make it to the merge, she'll be way too much of a threat. Perhaps, perhaps yeah. you're right. Um, but, but, and, and I, I feel like I'm talking like, uh, I'm not giving enough information to the listeners who haven't maybe seen the, the content that I have, ha- I have seen. Um, she, she just has a very kind of mental way. She wants to put mental, you know, like she wants to play very mentally has speaks out every kind of thing that, that she says and has a very specific way. And I can see people seeing, seeing that and being like, yeah, let's run with it. And then eventually being like, okay, she's way too strategic. She's way too smart. We got to get her out there. And she's very easy at showing how smart she is. And she wants to play like Kim Spradlin, who, who, while, you know, was brilliant in her gameplay, like she, um, it was it was pretty out in the open who, that she was she was leading the way, right? All right, should we move on, or do you want to comment on that? Uh, no, I uh, I'm I'm good with uh, Tori. I'm excited. To, no, I, I just I want to I want to say I like Tori. I think she would do really well, but she is young, super strategic, very pretty. I don't know that like people are gonna see her and be like threat, you know? Right. So okay, so let's uh, let's move on. Next, we got uh, Jackson Fox. This is one of the few videos I did see. Because you, you, you've just been going by the Instagram. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, and this one stopped me in my tracks. Yeah. You know, yeah. Hey, Jackson is great. And Jackson also is short and sweet on the answers here. <laughs> <laughs> so go on. What are, you, what are your first impressions from the... Uh, well, healthcare worker. I know that from uh, the videos uh, that he's mm-hmm. very uh, proudly trans, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I know that that's a, a big thing. Um, also, I'm seeing a lane for which uh, <laughs> past survivor person she wants to play, or, they, or that he wants to play as. Uh, so uh, that tells me that this is going to be more of a fun player. I think we could see Jackson go far, but I don't think that he's going to be a big powerhouse player coming into this. So, but something that makes like, so with Elaine and Elaine coming out of the, the gate and like the Elaine's like first, uh, like the first thing said about Elaine from Ronnie Barda is we need to get Elaine out because she's too likable. You remember that? Yeah. Um, I can see a lot of people liking Jackson. That's for sure. And in Jackson's interview with Mike Bloom, he says that he, his, his biggest weakness is that he's too likable. And I think he's, he's drawing comparison right to Elaine from that or Elaine or Christian or other, like David Wright, all the, all these likable people get voted out because they're likable. Um, Jackson knows that going in. So we can say that. Yeah. Which is, which is interesting. Um, it's cool. What, what tribe do we have Jackson? On? Jackson is on the tribe with Jonathan and Maria. Okay. And I can see Jackson and Maria getting along. Yeah. And I mean, Jackson uh, looks um, like a uh, physical player too. Yeah. Yeah. 
The so, tattoos are cool. I see I see a, a jack-o'-lantern tattoo. I want to see more of that. <laughs> we want to see close-ups on this jack-o'-lantern so, going through so the, the water. J- there's two jack-o'-lanterns here and a ghost. Ooh, maybe. Oh, there's a Pennywise tattoo. On the, on, the, on the right leg. Oh, Jackson's my friend. <laughs> These are all gore tattoos. Jackson rules. Holy shit. Are you seeing yeah. this shit? I'm I'm liking this drive. I think that's that's Jack Skellington. Oh, I've always been worried about getting a Jason tattoo because I wasn't I wouldn't be allowed to show it on Survivor. But now I I'm chill about it. That's so cool. Jackson rules. Okay. Uh, new new favor for Jackson. Pennywise tattoo. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Um let's go. <laughs> I think Jackson I think, likes horror movies. I think we'll be seeing a lot of Jackson in this season. I think, yeah. I mean, all these, all these. I'm gonna feel bad for whoever gets the short end of the stick in terms of the edit because these are all pretty fun players so far. Okay, so Jackson. Sorry, Omar. We'll no, see. I'm, kidding. <laughs> I, I'm I'm rooting for Omar, but, but more about him later. Okay, who's next? Uh, we got Chanel. Chanel. That, so Chanel. I haven't even read this. Uh, thing I haven't watched her video. I haven't listened to an interview. So let's talk about Chanel. Yeah. So executive recruiter. Um, favorite hobbies: exploring new countries, trying cuisines, uh, and blogging about them. And blogging about them. Okay. Utilizing my recruiting skills to create a mentorship program to help young women get into professional spaces. Okay, uh, I want to I want to point something out. Three words to describe you: cunning, competitive, cultured. Do they tell you they all have to start with the same letter? <laughs> um, it's just as a blogger, it's just visually. She loves appealing. alliteration. She yeah. loves alliteration. It's her favorite thing in blogging. Maybe she and uh, Maria will get along because they're both poets. Well, we have another Kim Spradlin hand in Chanel or mm-hmm. fan not hand. Well, there then. I mean, she's on a different tribe than uh, Jackson and and uh, Maria, but you know. But Kim Spradlin was Tori. Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, yes. Never mind. But she's also on a different tribe than Tori. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Um, student of the game. Watched all the seasons of Survivor. I mean, there's something about uh, Chanel here where I'm. And I, I don't want to say it, but I, I'm not feeling a long game here for Chanel. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm finding it hard to to really crack what is is the thing about her. I like her. The thing about her is I like that she's a New Yorker. I can see her being New York, you know. Yeah, I I'm I'm just getting like mixed. Um. Like I, I can't even get a hold of like who she is as regard to Survivor. Like she's saying she's a Survivor fan, but it's not like when you look at Tories, you're like, whoa, look at these details and everything. Mm-hmm. It's very vague when it comes to the Survivor answers. Not a, not a lot to say about everything, really. But, but here's but- the thing: I prefer like I assume going into Survivor nowadays that you're a big Survivor fan. I do not need my Survivor contestants to tell me how much they love Survivor. Because guess what? Everyone loves Survivor. And guess what? So do I. 
Yeah, but I want to know. If you love Survivor so much, make a fucking podcast about it and then come crying to me, okay? If your favorite is Kim Spradlin, I want to know why. Not because they just won. Yeah. Going in and saying, Kim, I want to play a perfect game like Kim Spradlin is a difficult uh, um, thing to live up to. Mm -hmm. But you know who else went into the game wanting to play a perfect game? Chris Uh, Underwood. And he did. <laughs> he played it one hundred percent, beginning to end, a perfect game in the yeah, last three he didn't days get, of the game. He didn't get voted out once. Uh, <laughs> Not in those last three days. He didn't. <laughs> now we have our boy Omar. Okay, moving on. Oh, I just I, I wanted to before we moved on from Chanel. She says, "I'm truly a student of the game." I always think about how Tony says to. I feel like the first time I ever heard student of the game is when Tony says to Dispenser, I want to listen to you, kid, because, you know, you're a student of the game, okay? I listen to you all the time about that stuff. (laughs) Omar. Omar from, oh, my God, Omar from Ben Stagger's hometown, Kitchener, Waterloo, Ontario, Canada, lives in Whitby, Ontario, a vet, this is incredible. A, um, a veterinarian to be. He's a veterinarian. Not yes. like a veteran. And <laughs> Chris George is going to love this. Favorite hobbies, Settlers of Catan. This yep. is incredible. He's three words to describe him. Silly, empathetic, shameless. I love this guy, except for one thing. Okay? What? First of all, his pet peeves, long list. Second of all, yeah, one of the pet peeves. Is Joey from Friends? <laughs> That's your guy. You're easily you're, the best part of that show. You base your life off of Joey from I Friends. I am Joey. Joey is not the best part of the show. I want to stake my claim right now, too. Oh, are you a Phoebe guy? Uh, Chandler's the best part of the show. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> No, if you don't think Chandler's the best, okay. Who's got the jokes? Uh, Joey, 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 Joey is so many jokes. If you're a kid, if you're a kid watching Friends, then your favorite is Joey. Joey tells jokes. I'm sorry, I mean Chandler tells jokes. Joey, the writers know exactly what to do with Joey up until the the one thing that sucks about sucks from Joey is like. The first season, he's a little sleazy. And then we get to like season eight or nine or whatever, where he has a crush on Rachel. That sucks. But like Chandler, they really struggle with keeping him funny. I I don't. Well, I mean, it's been a long time since I've Joey watched all the Joey is the funniest the consistent. Joey and Phoebe are the funniest consistent characters. I agree. I with, watched it recently. I watched all of Friends recently. So I agree with um, with you with Phoebe, but I don't agree with Joey. I think Joey is, uh, so funny is overrated. No. Um, Oh my God. Oh my God. Cody, this is, I'm going to have to take off all my clothes. If you, um, Joey's overrated. It's just true. No, Um, Omar, if you're listening, you suck. And so does Cody. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I love you, Omar. You're completely on about Joey. Uh, when people talk bad about pigeons, okay, like, listen up, birds suck, okay? I'm gonna say it right now, birds fucking suck. They scare the shit out of me, I hate them, uh, so mm-hmm. I, would, here. 
I would here. feed seeds to parrots too. Uh, sorry about that one, Omar. And he's got two kittens on his shorts. Yeah, he loves birds. Uh, that's going to be a problem for me. That's going to be a big whoopsie. <laughs> no, I mean, it doesn't mean anything in the game, though. I still think he's going to do well in the game. Yeah. Well, I mean... He's an exotic animal specialist. That's yeah, cool. So I mean, that, it's, it's interesting. He's dealing with exotic birds, I'm guessing. It's a big thing. So he also, um, in his video, says that he like will stick a, his arm up a, a raccoon's butt. Uh, not a raccoon, a, a, a rhino's butt. A raccoon would make sense in Ontario, but where's there a rhino in Ontario? Where are there fucking exotic birds? Does he work for a fucking African lion safari? Is that it? No, he's definitely vegan and would not work for a zoo. He's mad about mini wheats having gelatin. This guy is vegan. Yeah, well, he says that he maintained his Muslim values in the Western world. He's abstained from pork, alcohol, and premarital sex, no matter it, how, I mean, how hard it may be. I wonder which one he's talking about. <laughs> is, he, is he married? Uh, that's a good question. If, is he going out there a virgin? Could this be the I feel first... like this is kind of rude. Go on. But, well, I think it would be the first virgin to win Survivor. Well, let's... I mean, Adam Klein? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Don't. Come on now. <laughs> well, he's the one that comes to mind. I mean, here's the thing. If you look at who he wants to play the most as, yeah. Rob Sesternino, one of the horniest players of all time. It's true. <laughs> he was horny, but it was in the age of horniness. I'm worried. I'm worried about Omar here coming in. If he if he's not married, he's gonna be horny. Yeah, is he gonna be having wet dreams out there? We should not be talking about like that. <laughs> I mean, we can't. Okay, the person we had on. The only survivor we've ever had on our podcast is a Toronto person. Okay, so we should not be talking about Omar like this because if he listens back and we want to have him on, you know, because like, you know, it's not it's not good. I already agree with Omar that Joey from Friends is annoying. Joey from Friends is not annoying. He's the best character on the show by a wide margin. And then no one over the age of eight has Joey their favorite as is Joey. So funny the jokes are so good watch it the, the jokes, jokes are, are so the jokes good. are not so the, good no he's not making the jokes the writers are making the jokes but how dumb he is and how much he loves food is hilarious of so course funny. you're a big fan and of also Joey. of course you would be he's a failing actor <laughs> or you know like a guy who's just going out for auditions and loves to eat and Loves to drink beer and thinks women are hot and is dumb. That's me, dude. <laughs> Horny. Yeah. <laughs> Hungry. Yeah. Loves sandwiches. Loves pizza. That's me. <laughs> Those are my two favorite foods. Well, uh, is a, a an actor who goes out for auditions and never gets this anything. Is, this isn't about how similar you are to Joey. We're talking about he Omar hates, here. Omar hates me. Uh, yeah, he probably won't do this podcast because you keep talking about how horny he is. Who? Omar. You said that. I know, but he put Rob Nino as one of his favorites. Yeah. Um, but he also doesn't I like think, Joey. I think so when, maybe when people say, horny. when people say like, 
Rob Sestronino, they're talking about like, first of all, Rob did have an innovative game, innovative gameplay, but like, it's not innovative anymore. It was innovative in season six when there was no strict strategy before then. <laughs> they, they're talking about his podcast. He talks about his, he, on his podcast, he's, he's, he, I mean, he talks like nobody talks about on survivor, but I'm telling people not to listen to that podcast. Listen to this one. Um, <laughs> never think about that podcast. Um, <laughs> But anyway, let's move on, shall we? He, um, I just want to point out, he also has Sari, Tyson, Kim, and Natalie Anderson, which are also favorites of ours as well. Good fucking bunch. Good fucking bunch. Tyson especially. And Natalie. Um, so I'm predicting right now that Omar is going to be the first round pick of Chris George. Oh, well, he may be. I don't know. who. He may be my first round pick. Well, we'll see who gets that first pick. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, then, I mean, I I really like Omar, but I also don't love that Joey thing. Don't <laughs> love that Joey thing. Pisses me off. Well, next we have uh, Joey Lover Swati Swathi Swathi Swathi. I believe yes. Nineteen years old, younger than the show. Oh, you watched the video? That was the yeah, pronunciation. Yeah, okay, yeah. Swathi. Uh, 19 years old. Yeah. Is that the youngest in this? Is she the youngest? I think youngest in the cast. Yes. Um, likes theater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is already against your beliefs. You're a cinephile. But I went to theater school, Cody. Yeah, but you don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I do sometimes. I saw a play that you were in. Uh, that's true. Her pet peeves are people who have big dreams, but don't, don't work, work hard. hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people who are emotionally manipulative or people I who try to find that first me. one condescending. Fuck off. You know, people who have big dreams that don't work hard. Some people take me need to take a little time on the dream. All right. To, <laughs> to make them realize that they need the dream. Well, I mean, she's already not going to do the podcast. She's not going to like you or us. She's not going to come on. Fucking Miss Palo Alto, California. It's not going to come on this fucking podcast. You're pissed off. Yeah, I'm fired up. Um, this is not the game to get upset about people trying to be emotionally manipulative, though. I think that there are definitely going to be people <laughs> that are trying to be emotionally manipulative yes. or controlling. Yeah, so we'll see. She's so, on. She is on a tribe with people we've seen, so let's her up she's on the tribe with tori and romeo oh yeah she romeo (laughs) this is setting up like they're putting three big personalities on this this tribe well it's about for me i think it's about who wins that battle and if she's not trying to be controlling and the other person is, it's going to depend on how she can defend herself in that moment or keep it under wraps. But I mean, that's a personality clash with Romeo. She enlisted in the army national guard. What the fuck? Did I Look, know that? She wasn't writing and directing my own show. She wrote, wrote and direct her own show and had a successful community response and enlisted in the army national guard. This I'm proud of my decision to enlist. This seems to me, and I could be wrong here, but I'm looking at like the uh, just putting caring 
and I'm putting or I'm thinking about writers and directors. I'm thinking that this person's more of an introvert. She's fucking Max from Rushmore, dude. You think so? She's Max from Rushmore. She's an overachiever. So Her how about hero, I start a team of, team of leaders and pick up a Stevie Wonder to be my wide receiver? Her hero is Elon Musk. That's insane. She going to fucking build a fucking self-driving car on the island? Is that what she thinks? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Elon Musk has made some comments that I uh, wouldn't have backed. Elon Musk is an evil man. That's a that's a crazy person to be your hero. Yeah. Um, Musk fucking sucks, dude. This is this is bad. Swathy, I mean, Victoria and Chaos Cast is who she wants to play as. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good. Oh, I don't think she's going to do well, but I cannot wait to see Swathy on the island. That's going to she's going to rule. Swathy's going to be so good in that one episode. <laughs> this is first boot written all over it. I'm oh, sorry, yeah, you're Swathy. right. You're honestly, you're right. Because I said the Tory looks like a first boot, but you're right. Swathy's not looking good for me. 19 years old, loves Elon Musk and Chaos Cass. <laughs> and hates people that are trying to manipulate. Yeah. Uh, this is not the show for you. Yeah. Yeah, and like looking at her tribe, she's got Tori, Romeo, Swathi. I don't know that they're going to be the most physical tribe. She also says, I can see them being the first she, tribe to lose. She says at the bottom here, well, um, what's her face? It, it, Tori, she's a CrossFit person. I think she might be a bit of a beast. Oh, um, I, guess, I guess we did just kind of glob over her being in the army national guard so maybe she's going to be a beast too yeah well she said that she lives every day of her life the way tony plays that's insane (laughs) that's this is this is wild i can't wait to see what she's she's doing swathi is uh can't miss television for that one episode she's in yeah well, if if unless unless they win the challenge, Cody, it's true. Uh, we're getting swathy. We're getting like Jatia vibes here. Oh 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 oh. We'll see. We'll see. Victoria from um, Edge of Extinction to me is one of the most overrated players in recent memory. People love Victoria. I thought she was such a whiny baby. I and did fucking this, that not, came out she, of nowhere for me. Sh- what people liking Victoria? Like, yeah, I, I was confused. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, I just find the only thing she did was the Aubrey blind side, and then nothing else. Um, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> let's move on. We got high. Are we fucking halfway through this yet? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hi. Yes. Hi. Hi. Um, 29. Same age as Jonathan. Same age as me. And same age as um, someone else um, that we looked at. I'm a, uh, or he's a data scientist. I'm not a data scientist. But you're a dad of a bunch of pop toys. That's <laughs> true. I did birth a bunch of pop toys. Yes. 
um, laid think- my seed into a big Funko bobblehead and birthed Bob Toys. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in New Orleans. Uh, he's aggressive, astute, audacious. There's another freaking AAA. Three A's. Chanel. Is- Chanel is also... Chanel is 29 as well. Right. And Chanel was the one that had the three C's. And they're on the same mm-hmm. tribe. Hi, and Chanel. They're going to get along. Yeah. They're going to get along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they love alliteration. He hates when people wear shoes in his house. I would hate that too. Yeah. It's an American thing that people wear shoes in, their, in people's houses. It's, it's disrespectful. Yeah, um, hi. You got to move to uh, Canada. We don't do that here. Do you like this favorite hobbies? Traveling to new cities and using their public transit system to explore. Wow. When you go to a new city, do you, can you not wait to use their subway or their streetcar or their bus? I only walk. No way. No way am I hey, using transit. I'll get confused. I'll tell you this. When I went to Chicago, oh, their subway system is beautiful. You see the whole view of the city. It's it's gorgeous. Well, I'll tell you this. I'm not using it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to I'm going to parasail down the streets in the windy city. I like this recreating all my favorite uh, dishes from scratch using recipes I found online. I also have been enjoying doing that over the pandemic. Okay, you and I getting along? Yeah. He paid off his student loans, uh, $40,000 by the age of 26. Love that brag. Love that brag. Brag. I will say I paid mine off at 17. You know who else um, bragged about paying off their student loans? Me. Erica Kasupanan. Good omen. Good omen. I did as well. How could you have, you had student loans from college at 17? I didn't take out any loans. I just paid for my schooling straight up. Nice. Good for you. Cash, hard working. What did you uh, do to get the money? Uh, Before, when I was um, 12 to uh, 15, I worked tarring driveways. And then after that, I worked full time at McDonald's while going to high school and didn't spend any money. I didn't uh, do any drugs, alcohol or anything like that during high school. So I just had a bunch of money saved up. So better than high. So we're already competing. High has some pretty intense answers here. And obviously we can't read them on the podcast because it's not great podcasting. But, you know, high might be good. High might be my number one pick. Parvati. Parvati. Yeah, I like that. But I'm not that hot or nor charming. I would realistically be similar to Aubrey. She was a strategic mastermind. She understood social rankings. I Ooh, is maybe, not going to be good. Maybe Swathi <laughs> will go after high. <laughs> because I mean, Victoria yeah. blindsided to Aubrey. Well, I would say right now, uh, high is not a top pick for me. Anyone that chooses Aubrey is a no-go. Well, I like high. I like high. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I know we haven't said much about him right now, but uh, just like his answers. Right. My mother I mean, is my hero. Cliche answer, but it's true. Good answer. Don't fucking say that you're, 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 uh, <laughs> your, your hero is Jake the Snake. <laughs> what about Jesus? <laughs> well. 
No, your mother is always the answer. That's your hero. Unless your mother sucks, which I um, know it happens to some people, but yeah. <laughs> How about Lindsay? Okay, yeah, we're moving on to Lindsay. Lindsay, I know nothing about. I wanted to watch your video, though. I was about to. 31, dietitian. New Jersey. Co-ed flag football in the sand at uh, bar A by the shore. I guess that's a... That's very specific. That's very... Yeah. It reminds me of Snooky from Jersey Shore. Yeah, everyone knows bar A. Yeah. High intensity or high adrenaline activity. Oh, there we go. Snowboarding, paintballing, skydiving, wake surfing, etc. That already that's four insane things. And then etc. What if I'm using my imagination? What's next after snowboarding, paintballing, skydiving, and wake surfing? Etc. Um, that's a huge etc. Here's where we run into a problem, though. The mm-hmm. three words to describe you. Loud this. growing up, my parents always described me as the loud friend talkative. All my report cards every year said talkative or distracts other intense personality. I'm a good person, but I definitely do not mesh with everyone. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's a big red flag when you're I picking winners. Love her. I this, love her. Lindsay's the best. Lindsay is on my team. Uh Lindsay, we're gonna see a lot of. I don't know if she's gonna I can see her making it far. Well, despite look what, this. Team, look what team she's on the Jonathan team. She's on the team with Jackson, Omar and Maria. Yeah. You know what? We could, uh, we could be on to something here. We could see, I mean, Lindsay's probably first to go out of that team. She's, mm-hmm. uh, she's not going to mesh with everyone. And so mm-hmm. far when we've read through that team, she, uh, everyone seemed like they would mesh with each other. So, yeah. Well, um, unless unless she's like as physical as she says, and she's good at challenges. I don't think I've ever seen an answer that long for three words to describe you. <laughs> Pretty nice. This is why New Jersey is my homeland and the only place people understand me. We're all cut from the same class. New Jersey. There is another New Jersey person on this li- cast list, but we're it- waiting to get to him because he... I love them. So we'll, we'll, we'll wait. I like, but I, I like New Jersey people on Survivor. Let's talk about Tony. Let's talk about him. Well, let's talk about Lauren Beck because that's who uh, she wants to play as. This is, this is a cool answer. Lauren Beck. I'm a big Lauren Beck fan. We, like, we like Lauren Beck. Lauren is, Lauren is cool. And Lauren also, you know, keeps uh, Survivor relevant on TikTok. And, um, this is an interesting answer as to why she likes Lauren. I feel like she does a great job of assessing everyone else's strengths and weaknesses. That's good. That's self-aware, which helps her have a very good handle on the social game and how to outwit the best out of everyone. Interesting. I mean, Lauren Beck, it's a recent answer. It's like you're, you're picking somebody who uh, was a strong player that people said would have won if she was in the end. You know, it's good. It's good. And it's a good, so good social game is good. So, and we were worried about that when we looked at her first few things. I want you to sit back and relax here, Joel, as I read to you why she believes she can be the sole survivor. Okay. Are you ready for this? I love it. Let's do it. I can definitely outwit everyone since I am very familiar with dealing with different types of people and have always had a strategic mind. I can read people very well and I'm very good at persuading others. Plus, let's be real. People are stupid. 
I love it. And and when people are hungry, they forget how to stay composed. Once you see the cracks, it gets easier to outwit. I can outplay everyone because I am very competitive and athletic. So I should be one of the top contenders in the challenge. I am an animal. I can outlast everyone because I have grit. I have always been able to endure difficult and uncomfortable situations when needed. If I know there is a bigger outcome on the other side waiting for me, I don't break easily. I have to. I have too much determination to ever quit. I will be the final survivor. Okay. This is a delusional answer. No, Joel thought. No, no, she's my winner pick. <laughs> no, she's not. Yeah. She's going to win this fucking game. That is an awesome answer. Are you kidding me? That's I confident, I'm confident, but it's also like throwing other people onto the, oh, I love it. She's the best. That's this is a, she's my this, first round pick. Nora vibes. You think? Yeah, I think so. I gotta I start writing so. writing down who my first picks are gonna be. Uh, yeah, because well, I mean, I know who your first pick's gonna be. It's gonna be the next person we see right here. If you want to move on, is it Mike Turner? <laughs> Mike Hoboken, Mike T. Yes. Hoboken, Mike, fifty-eight years old, retired firefighter. You are hoping this to be Tony. This is my guy. Well, I'm hoping more to be a Brad Reese type. But well, yes. he wants to play like Rob, Boston Rob, which is what Brad Reese okay. said. All right. Yes, that's true. So let me just pull up uh, Hoboken Mike's um, video. Um, just give me, keep talking about Hoboken Mike. Okay. I don't know if we're going to be able to hear this video. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, pull the put the mic to my computer so just let me know if 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 it doesn't work okay well i mean already a good sign with hoboken mike uh pet peeves people ripping open cereal boxes and leaving them open that's not gonna happen on the island okay okay quiet (laughs) (laughs) what the hell my name is mike turner I'm a retired firefighter. I was born and raised in Hoboken, New Jersey. I got hired in January of 1985. I was a young buck coming on the job, rose to the rank of lieutenant, then captain, and then finally the guy in chief. My career as a firefighter has totally prepared me for a game like survival because everybody says they'd run into a burning building and pull a person out. But you don't know what you're going to do until you're in that moment. So hopefully I'm prepared to adapt to different situations. I think the most difficult part is probably going to be me talking in a way where nobody hears because it's talk loud, called the whole broken whisper. So hopefully nobody hears they're getting blindsided. Otherwise, you can see Mike Turner's name written on that parchment a few times. But I will be the hardest worker out there. I don't quit. Let's face it, I have that fierce, angry look. It's totally opposite of what I am. So my job is to diffuse that look right away. Hopefully, people accept me for who I am, not what I look like. No book is ever exactly like the company. Incredible man. Incredible we, man. We have two loud New Jersey people. Two people describing themselves as loud. We love The him. Hoboken Whisper. And... But his thing is, he's worried. She's like, I'm loud and people are going to judge me for it. He's, he's worried that he's too loud and people are going to hear him blindsiding them, like whispering, we want to we wanna take, uh, take out Chanel. And Chanel overhears him because he's talking like this. We've got, we've got to take out Chanel. <laughs> well, he says people will like him, even Jeff. I love this man. This is this is some incredible content. I, this is your number one pick. I, I I mean, usually I would want to go for my winner pick when I'm doing my number one pick, but maybe I will. 
I'll have to do him because he is going to be a a, a, a popular choice, probably. Eh? We could we could get a uh, a winner like Tony with um, Hoboken Mike. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I guess when you see Tony in his pregame pre pregame stuff, he's probably not. Um, uh, <laughs> you know being your winner pick let's let's talk about his pet peeve people ripping open cereal boxes and leaving them open well, i i talked about that and you said okay be quiet oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> i said it and then i made a joke and i thought it was a good one and then you what was said it? be quiet what was the jo- what was the joke <laughs> i said that that won't be happening on the island so he's gonna do fine <laughs> And then you're I like, don't know. okay, okay, be quiet. Some of the, some of the some of the rewards are going to be pretty janky if it's anything like uh, season forty one. You said Cody vamp while I pull up the video. I start vamping, and you're like, shut the fuck up. Why are you talking? I'm trying to play. <laughs> well, this. it's because I had my mic to the laptop, so I didn't want like any feedback to be happening. Jesus Christ. Let's move on from Hoboken, Mike. We've heard enough. No, heard whole, are you fucking whole, kidding me? We heard a whole fucking video. No one else. We got love that. him. I would love to play like Boston Rob. Not sure if it will work out that way. I love that he said that. Not sure if it will work that, that way, but I really believe that I have all the great attributes of the great players. I great mean, man. Love him. He, you should like the next person. Is it Roxroy? It's Lydia Meredith, a comedian. Could be the next Bill Posley. Comedian. Writing slash comedy. She's an occupation waitress, but her, her fucking thing is um, an actor on the... Uh, on the uh, video on Instagram, though. She she's she's a, an actor. She's a comedian. Look at who her hero is, Joel. Kristen Wiig. Not a stand-up comedian. No, but I we know Lydia Meredith's a comedian. We don't. I'm not calling her a comedian at this point. I'm sorry. She's the next Bill Posley. If she hasn't done comedy, she's not a comedian. She hasn't done I, comedy, I'm, she has not a comedian. <laughs> I, I do like this about her. Favorite hobbies going to the movies by by myself. I do that all the time, shamelessly. <laughs> I love it. She's funny, spontaneous, and loyal. I mean, okay. this there's this is pretty big. With I, I think that she could be a big personality. I, Lydia might be a great person to get behind in this show. She's on the same tribe as Mike. I can't wait to see her and Mike together. And hi. I think we'll get a lot of great reactions from Hoboken Mike. Talking about Lydia. This Lydia, this Lydia kid, what, what the fuck is she doing? Uh, and we'll get a lot of great reactions from Lydia making jokes about how insane Hoboken Mike is. Mm-hmm. She loves riding Mickey's fun wheel at, at Disneyland, despite being afraid of Ferris wheels. Mickey's fun wheel. Mickey's got a fun wheel? I guess so. How does that make you feel that Mickey has a fun wheel and you don't? The thing that makes me more leery is afraid of Ferris wheels. They're like the most easy ride. It's very soothing. Yeah, but I mean, if you're afraid of heights. Yeah, but you got somewhere to put your feet. Okay, so I was thinking Mickey's fun wheel would be in the shape of Mickey's head with like the three different circles. That seems like a rocky road of a Ferris wheel. It's not. It's a circle with Mickey's head in the middle of it. You go to fucking Disney World, and you of all the rides at fucking Disneyland, you pick the Ferris wheel? 
She clearly doesn't like rides. She doesn't even like a Ferris wheel. What's so she doing at Disneyland to see the fucking Chippendale. Yeah, there's lots of stuff to do. All right. I guess she could go on the 3D Lilo and Stitch ride. Mickey's Fun Wheel is just a Ferris wheel with a picture of Mickey in the middle. That's what I just said. That's what I just said. All right, shut up. I'm going now. <laughs> All right, shut up. Let's okay. play Lydia's video. <laughs> let's let's just see. Which survivor will you play the most like? I think Tom Westman. <laughs> you think she's going to play like Tom Westman? I think she's going to win every challenge. Every single one. <laughs> she's going to win all the challenges, lead every single vote. <laughs> he was honest, but still a great He's player. Stay in a challenge for nine hours. I can see more like Sari. Uh huh. Maybe a little crazy like Debbie. <laughs> Time will only tell. Uh, Debbie, Sari, and Tom Westman. I like that combo. I can see her being fun, but I don't think she's going to win. I I think that we could see uh, a lot of Lydia in in yeah. this. Uh, I, there's I can't I can't see her getting to the end and then everyone being like, yeah, let's give this 22 year old waitress who loves to ride the Ferris wheel at Disneyland. <laughs> I don't think that'll be in dollars. her speech. <laughs> I I want the million dollars so I can ride the Ferris wheel at Disney World over and over again. Let's talk about now because we're we're nearing the end. We got to wrap this up. Jesus Christ. Okay. We're let's not talk. nearing the end too, too quickly, though. All right. Well, let's get a little bit quicker here. We got to talk well, about I don't, Roxroy. We have to take our time with Roxroy because his name is Roxroy Bailey. Okay. Best name in the game. Best, maybe best name out of 42 seasons. Thankful, calm, faithful. That's his three words. Stay at home him. dad. King. Mm-hmm. King shit. 44-year-old yeah. stay-at-home dad. I love it. Um, d- doesn't like drivers who do not use the turn signal. Once again, that's not going to come up. He Someone thought- who thinks they know everything, that might come up. Who's on his tribe? Is it? Um, Roxroy is on a tribe with Romeo. Yeah. Oh, there's a problem. And Tori. And yeah. Swathy. Tori. Okay. We're going to have some problems here. We're going to have a, a, a three-way battle between Roxroy, Romeo, and, um, and Swathy at this point. A four-way battle? Honest, all of them. No, Tori's not that kind of personality. I don't think. Mm. I'm not getting that vibe, but I am getting that vibe. Have you, with- have you looked at what, his, what past... But don't look at it. What past survivor do you think he would want to play like the most? What past survivor would I like to... Uh, Roxroy. Let's see here. Let just me just guess. go by. Um, I would say if I had to guess, it would probably be Cochran. Okay, you saw it. You looked at it. No, I didn't see it. Yes, you did. No, I didn't see it. I you, swear to God, you're lying to me. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> All right. Well, you're right. I wouldn't have guessed that. Why not? I don't know. I would have guessed like Boston Rob or like, you know, something the normies always pick. But it shows to me, you know, that maybe he's he's more strategic. Cochran's a pretty normie answer, I guess. I I was thinking that when I made the guess. Okay. Okay. He's an event art environmental scientist. He's a stay at home environmental scientist. (laughs) 
been to over 20 countries. It doesn't sound like he's staying at home at all. What is, what is something you would never know from looking at you? I love watching golf. <laughs> uh, okay. Cochran, he understood his weaknesses the second time around, and it strengthened him to compete and win. Yeah, maybe he's going to play like it's his second time. That's true. Um, he lives in Las Vegas, so he's a gambler. I, I like Roxroy. This seems like a really genuine guy. Um, he's doing this is, this, this, is, this has Cody painted all over him. This is, this, this is Cody will love this man. I mean, his name's Roxroy. I'm already on board, but he just seems like he's going to be a very respectful family man. Like I, I don't think Roxroy is going to necessarily get on people's nerves as much as people might get on Roxroy's nerves. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I think he needs to maybe keep his mouth shut about that and so just to get the target off his bat in the early days because I don't think this this tribe's going to do that well in challenges. Well, I mean, I uh, luckily he's not going to be first out because that's going to go to Swathy. Yeah. Good luck um, out there, Swathy. Okay. Now, now we have 43-year-old Jenny Kim, New York, okay. you know, Julie Rosenberg style. Let's do this. New York. Creative director. Creative director. Pilates. Writing. writing. What kind of writing? Movies. Yeah. What kind of, is it, is it poetry or is it blogging? <laughs> or is it uh, comedy screenplays? Yeah. Watching movies. Where's your fucking tattoos then? Yeah, don't like horror movies, obviously. Yeah, you don't have a Pennywise tattoo. Um, doesn't like arrogant people and those with sense of entitlement. Tell me that she's on Romeo's tribe. No, she's on High Lydia and Mike's tribe. And Chanel's tribe, too. Maybe we'll get... Uh, she's New York, though. That's a lot of New Jersey. From Mike. Coming from Mike. Mm-hmm. So there could be a connection there. She might not not, not get along with that. Like that bridge and tunnel people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, also likes watching movies, and so does. But yeah, but um, where's, where's the fucking? Where's the fucking what, tattoo? Did, okay, let's get a fucking tattoo. Not Jackson. We get it. I don't know who you're gonna pick between Jackson and Mike. Right. Well, Jackson's not gonna be my first pick just because of the Pennywise tattoo. <laughs> I think Jackson's a better pick, probably. I love Mike. I know. I don't think he's going to go in the first round, but he could go in the second round. Mike. Um, um, so okay, what is something we would never know from looking at you? I know how to build, how to weld and build furniture out of metal. I worked in a metal shop for a year. I'm crafty and good with my hands. Hmm. That's good. And, uh, which past Survivor player are you going to play most like? Another Lauren Beck here. Well, but who's first? Kelly Wentworth. Yes. Good. Good. I like I like Jenny's picks. Lauren Beck. That's interesting. Two Lauren Becks. That's is Lauren Beck a legend now? Yeah, Lauren Beck is legend status. She's she's climbing up there. I think Lauren Beck is definitely going to play again. Yeah, I I think uh, that you're probably right. Yeah, I, and I think that she should. I think she should have won that season, even though she wasn't in the finals. Yeah, they should have just voted Lauren. Um, let's, uh, even though I, she wasn't there. I'm liking Jenny Kim, though. I I think uh, mm-hmm. that I'm excited to see Jenny in this 
In uh, her but- video, in her video, she talks about how she had a strict mother. And then uh, in uh, Who's Your Hero and Why, she says, my husband. <laughs> um, <laughs> her mother. Well, then can we move on to the next one? Okay. Daniel Strunk. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunate last name, but uh, Rick Devon's vibes for sure from this guy. M- movie fanatic and Legos. Well, if he's a movie fanatic, where's his fucking tattoo? Well, I'll tell you this much. Or is he only a Lego movie fanatic? Three words to describe him. He could only think of two. <laughs> and I don't even know what the first one is. <laughs> you try and say it. Ebulent? Ebulent. I'm looking it up. And driven. Ebulent. What does ebulent mean? Ebulent. Um, Latin. Oh, bubbly and enthusiastic. Okay, those are two words. He just put two into one. <laughs> <laughs> He's saving us time. Look at that. Oh, well, it, it, it's there, it doesn't have the three there. It just says words to describe you, ebulent driven. He collects signed pocket U.S. constitutions. He has one signed by Chief Justice Roberts, Justice Thomas, Justice Alito, Justice Sotomayor, and the former U.S. ambassador to Estonia. Yeah. It's a weird collection. Who fucking gives a shit, dude? <laughs> like, that's <laughs> not what we mean by what would somebody never know, know from looking at you that you have this weird idiosyncratic collection of fucking pocket U.S. constitutions and signed things signed by chief justices. This guy is a character. He's a nerd is what he is. Devin, you could be right with the Devin's vibe, although um, he uh, said he, Fabio's the first name I see here for game he's going to play like. <sighs> Fabio and Yule and Todd. Hmm. All the same, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. All winners. His hero is George Washington. His, this man's hero is George Washington. Who says that in their bio? Is it because he owned all the slaves? I don't know why this is happening. Yeah. This guy, I'm excited to see. Is there I'm, something about Daniel being a cancer survivor here? Oh, yes. There he's is. influenced by his battle with cancer. And he's a cancer survivor. Cancer survivors don't go anything I mean, unless than full throttle. We should say that he is also a law clerk, which is why he has all the chief justice what signatures. What the fuck is a chief justice? I think it's like a judge, isn't it? Okay. Um, mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think, but I think it's more in like uh, the political side. So we have lots of writers because what is he's most proud of? I wrote in my journal. He writes a journal. So we have a journal writer, a blogger, a comedy screenplay writer <laughs> from with Jenny and a poet. I love the start. I love the start of Daniel's. Why do you believe you can be the sole survivor? I truthfully think the odds are against me. Yeah, I think you're, you're self-aware, pal. <laughs> Daniel Strunk. I think he just looks like Devin's. I'm I'm team Strunk. I like Strunk. You remember when I was all about Brad Reese? 
in the start. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? You ended up being the big Brad Reese fan. Brad, I think that's... He, he started being a Joel guy. He started, he stopped being the, the every man that you loved and started being the wacko that I like. I, I think we could get that from Strunk. Yeah. Yeah. You think he'll be, he'll be more of a Nasir than a, a Reese. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go back to Canada now for the back next. Wait, I just want to say that Daniel, his last name is Strunk, kind of like Trunk, Nephilophagus. Is Maria going to have a problem with this? Well, as long as he doesn't sneeze. Right. Okay. But Who's this next? is the person we should be cheering for. Yes, Ajax. Marianne O'Ketch, Ajax, Ontario, which is close to Toronto, uh, Toronto adjacent. A lot of people consider it uh, is it's part of the GTA, right? Is that right? I think Ajax is not part of the GTA. I feel like Ajax is not part of the GTA. No, I think I've been to Ajax. Yeah, it's not that far, but it's not part of the GTA. I have friends. It's that in work the Durham. In Toronto it's in the Durham live. region. It's Durham region. Oh. Located in the eastern part of the GTA, so maybe technically, yeah. But it's it's close to Whitby, which is it's it's right next to Whitby, which is where Mister Omar lives. Mm-hmm. Well, we have wow. two. We have Whitby and Ajax fucking uh, representation in this fucking show. Tabletop and video games. Okay, we might have another Catan. We have okay. Are all the Canadians... Erica put Catan too, right? Yeah, well, I, well, she told us she loves Catan. All of the Canadians know what's up. They play these board games. I'm telling you. What is going on? Canadians have been waiting for this for so long that Canadians we're going to dominate every beautiful. season. Yes, yeah. We love Canadians on, uh, in, on this podcast because we are Canadian. Okay, let's, let's talk about her, though. Energetic, empathetic. Oh, does she have the alliteration? Two E's. Can she go all the way with the alliteration? No, she can't. She put chaotic. Chaotic? Chaotic cast? <laughs> we already have a chaos cast yeah. in this season. When um, She's a writer, too, writing articles for the school newspaper. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Journalist much? Do you think that they're they're going towards writers now because... They want people that can tell the story on Survivor. Yes. Are we on to something here? Hey, I'm a writer. Could this be? I'm a Canadian writer at that. Um, well, I mean, Joel, don't try to pitch yourself now. Let's, uh, let's cheer for Marianne here um, because this is, the, this is the Canadian I'm cheering for. I've uh, put my uh, foot in the sand. McMaster I'm cheering. University. I'm cheering for Marianne, mm-hmm. um, mainly because she doesn't like dumb fucking birds. <laughs> right, right, right. I understand. Uh, she doesn't like things that disrupt her sleep. That's going to be a problem in this. Hypocrites, there's going to be hypocrisy. Uh, people who don't apologize, that's going to happen in this. Mm-hmm. Probably won't have people walking slowly in front of her. I think she'll be able to get a lot. That's when they're it. they're walking to tribal council, maybe, or walking to the, <laughs> yeah. to the challenges. And she's just stepping on the heels of the person in front of her constantly. She's a great listener. People don't know that from looking at her. They should. They should know that you're listening to, to them. Um, look at who she put as the person she's going to play like. 
Devilish Davy. Devilish Davy. Take a shot every time Devilish Davy has a confessional this season. Hey, Davy's good. Davy Davy is good. That's uh see, that's not your typical pick right there. You're seeing a lot of Lauren Becks on this one. A Davy's a nice one to see. I think we might have seen a Davy on the Desha- last season. I think too. Deshaun Deshaun was a Davy. Mm-hmm. I, not, a, I, not a great omen for Marianne. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what is a great hey, he omen? He got a hundred thousand dollars, so maybe a, a very good omen. She's in the GTA. That's a great omen for Marianne. Because we're looking to keep that streak alive. Yes. Yes. And she believes she'll win Survivor. I believe she'll win Survivor. She said she'll be searching for idols, talking to people, convincing them that uh, staying is best for everyone, that her being there is best for everyone. She's Let's gonna... fucking go! Let's go, Marianne! I, I like Marianne. 24 years old, too. Let's go. Yeah. Little young. Little young. Little young for uh, winning Survivor, but hey, you never know. You never know. All right, um, let's let's keep it let's keep it moving. Zach, we got Zach here. Zach twenty two. Yep. Social little, strategy he's, games. He's a twink. Uh oh. Sketch comedy writing. Oh my god. Oh. Uh oh. We got another writer. Oh my god. We got a comedian. This is cringy as hell. We got a comedian. comedy writing, dude. Really? You're going to brag about that in your fucking survivor profile. Is she on you the wrote a fucking sketch for your fucking uh, improv team in fucking college. What would you write on yours? You'd put sketch comedy too. No, I wouldn't. I maybe put stand up comedy comedies. I put stand up comedy. He's a student of the game. Is that what he said? Uh, student of the game. <laughs> he's the student of the comedy game is what tribe is he on is he on with he's um, on the other with, comedian uh no he's on with um with the the crazy tribe rocks roy tori romeo swathi okay this is the guy that's gonna stay this guy's flying under the radar yeah yeah he's, he's in a good spot i i'm liking zach here sketch he's comedy at, writer is he adam klein Todd Herzog is who he, who he likes. Todd Herzog. That's a good person to go for rather than Adam. His hero uh, is Ethan Zahn. His hero is Ethan. Mm-hmm. My parents. Oh, and for non-family hero, Ethan Zahn. He was the first Jewish person I ever saw on TV, which was cool for five-year-old me. And beyond that, he's such an inspirational person. Word. That, that seems unreal that ethan would be the first jewish person he ever saw on tv well i mean maybe the first like jewish person that he was like oh he's jewish i'm jewish you know i'm sure he might have seen jerry seinfeld um but not realized that jerry was jewish maybe you know okay and also jerry's playing a character you know who knows? Who knows? Fucking, they don't, Snuffleupagus isn't Jewish, you know? <laughs> He's five years old. He's watching fucking Sesame Street. Um, <laughs> Snuffleupagus. Uh, yeah, I like the Todd Herzog thing here. Uh, I Oh, man. I think that Zach might be a big player in this game. Yeah, but I don't know. He's giving me Ryan vibes. 
Ryan from HHH. <laughs> well, he doesn't like when people don't tip him when he's delivering pizzas. I like this. So he says, my biggest pet peeve is when the bill is now like 1995 and the customer handed me a 20 smiling and said, keep the change. Oh, really? I'm going to keep your nickel. Wow. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of good things out of Zach. Um, I don't as know. Long if- as, as long as he doesn't become a Ryan or uh Spencer in 31, you know, I I think he's going deep. Based off his tribe, too, he's the one staying. Him and Roxroy Power Alliance? I hope so. I'm I'm going back-to-back picks, Roxroy, Zach. <laughs> well, the last one was Marianne. You, she was your pick, too. Uh, I don't know how many to pick. Well, I'm glad that me and you have a totally different team right now. Yeah, we're not. We always do. Mm-hmm. I know we do. <laughs> I got Mike T. Omar, Jersey Girl, and high. So, um, all right, well, who's next? Our last one is Drea, hometown Drea. San Antonio. And I Drea, said Drea, yeah. Drea closes out the Ica tribe with Roxbury, Tori, Romeo, Swathi, Zach, and Drea. And Drea, current residence, current residence, Montreal. Yeah, and I think she identifies as Canadian. Yeah, so we have, and this isn't like um, like Shan that left Canada and went to Washington. This is the opposite. This is someone there's, that there's three Canadian residents on Survivor right now. Yes. Three Canadian residents. This is this is incredible. It makes me want to come. Um, uh, there's Canadian representation on Survivor. We just had the first Canadian winner, and now we have three Canadian residents on Survivor. This is incredible. Let's fucking go. Um, and also, Drea is a fitness consultant. Yeah, you get a competitive uh, uh, all American track runner. Mm-hmm. So we could see uh, a very athletic person likes doing charity work, working out, uh, doesn't like dishonest people. That'll be, uh, that's Drea. her only pet peeve is dishonest people. Well, that's a big one for Survivor. Yeah, you're going to have to get over that. Um, and then I have a fear of death. <laughs> Where's that? Um, under what is something we would never know from looking at you? <laughs> I have a fear of death. She's like Woody Allen. I hate death. <laughs> Don't compare her to Woody Allen. <laughs> Don't compare anyone to Woody Allen. Okay. That's a rule for the podcast. Um, <laughs> Kelly, you know can, there is one survivor I can p- compare to Woody Allen. No, Uh, let's move on. Uh, Kelly Wentworth is who she wants to play like. Good, good. Um, Contributes to her team and sets up alliances while still being a competitor in the competitions. I'm like Andrea. Personality, physical strength, and ability to manipulate people. That's what's going to cause her to win. Drea is reminding me of Sarah Lacina. Mm, that's a good comparison. Yeah, yeah. I like Drea. She she gives me Sarah Lucina vibes. See, and, uh, other than maybe the, the dishonest people being a pet peeve because Sarah was rather dishonest. But you um, you said this tribe, you weren't sure about them, but with Tori and Drea, I think they have the two powerhouse women in this whole competition on that tribe. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. 
It, it could it could be Mike's tribe, but I I maybe maybe I'm just saying I hope I hope it's not Mike's tribe. Yeah, this uh, I, I I just I am just saying maybe it's not challenges, but I just see Tori, Romeo, and Swathi being a catalyst for some a very dysfunctional tribe. <laughs> you know, maybe not. Maybe they're they're not they're winning challenges, but they're quite dysfunctional. Yeah, you could be right. I mean, but I'm looking at Mike's tribe, and I'm thinking that Hoboken Mike might be in trouble. I fucking hope not, dude. I well, might, I, I, might die. I I don't think he'll get voted out, but I don't think they're winning. All right. Well, I think open. I think that with the powerhouse women, Tori and Drea, and then you uh-huh. have Roxroy there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who's, who's in his forties? Yeah, and then Zach. No spring chicken. You have Zach Romeo. Oh yeah, Swapie Zach. Seem- the the Zach ninety pound Zach's going to do some good and challenges puzzles. Yeah, we'll see. Whoa, boy, what makes Zach, just because he's like Adam Klein, he's fucking a sketch comedy writer? Uh, he's a sketch comedy writer, yes, but he also likes tabletop games. He's a gamer. When does it say, where does it say that? Social it? strategy games, sketch comedy writing and running. This guy, he's fast. He's a runner. <laughs> you don't know that. He could be a jogger. Uh, it says running. It's not oh. jogging. Okay, so... To go back to Zach, sorry, Drea, for personal accomplishments, I'm really proud of this one sketch I wrote for our spring comedy show titled Skate Park. There was no trophy award or award or anything, but I worked extremely hard on it, and it absolutely killed. It was really rewarding. What do you think Skate Park was about? Who gives a shit? <laughs> Who the fuck brags about a sketch in your fucking Survivor thing? And Joel, I, I'm talking about... I'm talking as somebody who's written a lot of comedy sketches. I am not bragging about the time I wrote a sketch about a Q&A with God in my Survivor profile. Joel, I'm going to be honest with you. We've been doing this podcast for a long time. Mm-hmm. I've seen you do things that are new to you. I think that if you were interviewed for this and asked the question with only being given that time period to get these questions done, you're going to look back on some of it and you're going to cringe. Yeah. You know, it's true. Uh, put elfing around. <laughs> you would. I was like, I was on the, the, an episode of spooked once. <laughs> you would definitely With put this Everardo Ramirez. <laughs> I would say that, I believe that I'm going to be the sole survivor because I'm already in the CBS uh, family. Yeah. And that Jeff will know that and take it easy on me. What is Drea proud of? Drea is becoming a, she became an all American track runner. Can Zach say that? No, I don't think so. Well, he's a runner. Yeah, but he's not an all American track runner. Yeah, I already He's, said he would have bragged about it because we saw him. They're brag on about the same sketch. team. They're both runners. They're not even competing against each other. Yeah, well, eventually they will have to. No one on Hoboken Mike's team can run. <laughs> Hoboken Mike was a firefighter. He's running in and out of burning houses, Cody. Yeah, well, climbing maybe, ladders. Maybe they do good at that uh, challenge. That you know who else was a fucking firefighter. Jeremy Collins. He's a combination of Jeremy and Tony. 
Jeremy never did a Hoboken whisper. No, but his wife was a cop. Um, okay, let's. All right, I feel like we've we we need to wrap up because Mimi wants to go to bed. It's yes, we definitely need to wrap up, and I've been trying to. <laughs> what Joel, the fuck? we have talked about everyone on yeah, this season. Okay, I know. I'm not. Don't don't yell at me for this. And Joel, I, you're trying guess, to, and so am I. Guess what, Joel? <laughs> Who's your we're winner be, pick? We're going to be talking about it again next week because we'll be doing the draft. Yes. Okay, should we should we save winner picks for next week then? Yes, we should save winner picks for next week. But as far as first impressions go, I'm really liking Zach. That's it. Oh, and I'm liking uh, I'm liking our uh, our friend from Ajax, Marianne. Marianne. So I like Zach Mike. and Marianne are my are my two. So Zach and Marianne. When Marianne gets voted out, you know I'm going to be singing that Leonard Cohen song. Because A, she's from Canada, and B, her name is Marianne. Okay, who do I like? I like Mike T. I like Lindsay. I like High. I like Jackson. And I like Omar. Yeah, all of those and people I might, get fucked. I might, I might throw a Maria in there as well. I like a Maria. You have to draft Swathy. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just afraid that Swathy's going out first. I agree with you about that. <laughs> I don't love that tribe. I'm worried to pick anyone from that tribe. Yeah, anyway. this is this is going to be interesting. I I like this cast though. That's that's what I'll say so far. I'm excited to do the extra research to watch all of the videos, not just Hoboken Mikes, but all of the videos. And you just listen to Hoboken Mikes. That's true. It could be a whole new experience for me. Mm-hmm. But um, that's everything. Let us know what you think about this new cast. Uh, tweet at us. Um, all and Instagram, uh, DM us there, comment and on the post. You can it's, rate us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. It's all in the description of the podcast. You'll see all the social media links. Uh, and yes, review us, tell your friends. All right. Bye bye. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.